This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. Oh, hello! Welcome to oh, the Death Battle cast. We are the casting crew of Death Battle, minus Chad, because uh, unfortunately Thor has decided to descend on us, and he's mad about losing <laughs> to Wonder Woman. So he's uh, he's ruined Chad's day, Chad's birthday of all days, which sucks. So, he's got no power. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if, yeah, if yeah. you can, wish him a happy birthday on Twitter. Uh, we could really use it right now. He's probably having a rough time of it. Um, but... <laughs> Thankfully, Sean was able to jump in. Hey, Sean. Hey. Hello there. Uh, last minute, uh, which is great. Appreciate that, Sean. Um, and we've got a special guest as well. But first, uh, I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz. To my right, left. That's me. I'm <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and then Who now are you, we go Sean? to the bottom one. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? I'm the, of, I'm the co-head of animation at Rooster Teeth. You're, you got big pants my, these days. To my left. <laughs> to, to my left. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Liam. I'm the other co-head of animation at, at Rooster Teeth. Um, <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> <You got me. laughs> um, I'm a researcher and writer for Death Battle. And before uh, we go forward... Oh, yeah. uh, before we go forward, this is a wonderful time to mention that RTTV is sponsored by ExpressVPN. All right, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But there's something you might not know. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are available to other countries. And Lord knows right now we're all kind of stuck at home, so you might want to watch something, you know that you don't have access to in the states or wherever you live so that's a great thing but it's like a vpn isn't just for that and there's a lot of like cool tricks you can do with it one i think is great if you've ever tried to cancel like a gym membership or something like that or like uh you know insurance and you have to like call them and like do this whole thing there's actually a law in california where you have to be able to unsubscribe from a service via their website so you can vpn to california and then just easily cancel a gym membership or something like that and it just makes life easier there's a whole bunch of crazy cool things you can do with a vpn to just make your internet experience quality of life better so you should probably get one and you can do that now by visiting uh, our special link at expressvpn.com dbc you can get an extra three months of expressvpn for free support the show and watch some cool content out there in the world so protect yourself with expressvpn at expressvpn.com slash dbc that's expressvpn.com slash dbc so go do it enjoy yourself three free months of a dope ass vpn now and then keep watching the show that, that would be great <laughs> open a new tab yeah exactly um yeah. but liam is specifically the writer uh, or one of the writers for Cable versus Booster Gold, the episode that just aired. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. wow. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh boy, it's an interesting mm. episode. Uh, so we're gonna get into some Q and A for uh, Cable versus Booster Gold, and uh, which means if you haven't watched the episode yet, you should go do that because we're gonna spoil yeah. the shit out of it. Because we really can't get into the Q&A or any behind-the-scenes discussion without discussing the winner. 
Nah, because nah, spoilers, nah. the fucker wins. Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's like, there? Like, Who's there, boys? This felt like a true <laughs> thing, Ben, when we sat at the table <laughs> and we all I, talked you know, about it. <laughs> to know? be fair, okay. I thought so, too. I thought so, too, oh. going into it, going into the research. I kind of looked at their respect threads and went, well, all right, you know, go to rest in spaghetti, never forget it, Booster. Yeah. But, uh, um, because I mean, Cable's got some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, and he's, yeah. He's mutant uh, Jesus. He's mutant. Yeah. This actually Jesus. literally, he's literally mutant Jesus. His mom is mutant Jesus. God. Like, <laughs> um, this actually works out interestingly, uh, Sean, because you 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 know this better than probably anyone, even Chad. How uh, the story behind this episode and why we did it. Um, this episode was supposed to air last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because the year before that, DC started having kind of a winning streak, um, a, a a very long winning streak, <laughs> uh, and so essentially, Sean, uh, you and I and, and a couple other people in the team were like, we should probably spend some time looking for matchups where not necessarily Marvel characters are going to absolutely win, but the uh, comparison is not quite so clear cut on paper. Yeah. Um, matchups that Marvel is more likely to stand a better chance against. Uh, we never go into a matchup saying, you know, we're doing this because this character should win. But like in this case, we were thinking of matchups where, where the the argument was going to be close. We knew they were going to be difficult to, to find a, a winner for. And this one out of the, I think there were three or four matchups that we specifically uh, came up with. Some of them haven't aired yet, so I can't talk about them. But one of the big ones was Ghost Rider versus Lobo. um that was one where we were like that one where it's kind of up in the air but it's definitely not like a stomp one way or the other as far as we can tell just based on early you know looking into it um and then one of the other ones was this one cable versus booster gold and then it made sense to me at the time i thought you know they're both time travelers they're both characters that don't really have a whole lot of other good matchups to use uh because of the time travel aspect because they can just do it it's not like they're using a time machine they just have it so this seemed like a good fit and of all the episodes we were looking at it also seemed like the most the easiest case sure for marvel thing. to potentially make a win yeah it was a sure thing so... man. it felt like a sure <laughs> thing when we talked about and that's it why, sure felt that's like why, it right and that's why next episode we're doing galactus versus jimmy olsen um no particular reason you know just a little more up here <laughs> silver surfer versus i don't know james versus bond a- a a job. A surfer, just a guy <laughs> on the beach. This <laughs> is an actual surfer. Yeah. Versus Leisure Suit Larry. We're bringing him in. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Ooh, X. Um, yeah, so this is definitely one of the episodes that we were like, ah, this one's probably going to be a Marvel win. Because, you know, we always have a general idea of like, uh, we, or we have an expectation for each episode going into it. Like it's it's likely that this character is gonna win, but obviously we have to do the research. We have an amazing research team who dives into all the nitty gritty bullshit <laughs> for each character. Um, and then uh, comes back to us. And Liam, you were assigned um, Booster. Booster Gold for this one, right? Booster, yeah. 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 And it's, it's so uh, thematically appropriate, like looking over it because Booster is, you know, we none of us thought that Booster had a chance and Booster is the hero you've never heard of. So when he ends up like having a lot more about him than 
uh, we expected. It's it's almost kind of thematic and in, in keeping with his character in a in a weird, annoying way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as frustrated as I am that yeah. Booster Gold wins, it's honestly <laughs> I really like the episode. Like it's a it's yeah. a it's a really interesting comparison, and it's always fun to see the character that you don't expect to win end up having the tools that they need to yeah. win. Uh, those kinds of upset episodes are, they don't always happen, but when they do happen, they're generally some of the best episodes we make, I think. Yeah. That's the fun <laughs> this one is difficult, though. Also, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's great! <laughs> you know, like, I was surprised when Lucy defeated Carnage, spoilers, but, like, I wasn't frustrated yeah. by it. <laughs> it's just because... Booster is such a tool. Like as as yeah. and I didn't I didn't quite understand the degree to which he has he has become this selfless hero now, where he's just going into the time stream and trying to make things right without taking credit for it. But on the surface, he he's just he's a walking advertisement. Like yeah, his whole thing was like being marketable for you know endorsements. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I actually really like his, his, uh, the interpretation they went with for, for Smallville of all things. He shows up and he's got literal sponsors on his suit. Yeah. This is before, um, um, that became kind of a thing in like, uh, uh, other superhero shows. Uh, a lot of animated superhero shows do this kind of thing. There was a, not My Hero Academia, but there was a superhero anime. Tiger and Bunny does something similar. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 It shows really good. Um, but this, I believe this was before that. So, uh, Booster is definitely a really interesting character once you get into his story. Most people probably have just seen him in like an animated series and he tends to be yeah. just kind of a joke <laughs> character. Get into the story. <laughs> There's all the Green Lantern yeah. jokes, um, is evidence yeah. that people know him from Justice League Unlimited. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything in the animated shows. He's just a gag no. character, which is fine. Yeah. I think he works just fine. He's, he's a not... single concept character. In, in JLU, they kind of did an episode that was entirely focused on like the idea of Booster Gold, which is that he, which was what was going on in, at the time in the comics, um, which was that he is uh, kind of an asshole, but then he discovers that he needs to save the world, but in a way that no one knows. So it's like kind of karmic justice that he's, the time he actually does do selfless heroic things, no one can know about it. He can't advertise it. Um, so uh, I think that's, I think they nailed it with that. And that's kind of the essence of his character, you know, as it, as it went on, as time went on. I think one of the most mm -hmm. interesting things you get in like animated series and a lot of that always bring an opportunity is like when you have a character that sucks like Booster Gold and you get an opportunity to make him suck less. And like, that's always yeah. like when you can, I think that's Absolutely. a good sign is like if a series redeems a historically don't like this guy character, well, you've done a fantastic job, <laughs> Mr. Freeze. The Batman series. I mean, Mr. Freeze was never oh, a terrible yeah. character, but they they rewrote his entire in... origin story with the wife. Yeah, uh, he was just Batman a guy in a suit before that. There was no, there was no yeah. wife nor. And now yeah. that's the standard. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, honestly, right, anyway, Batman that that Batman animated series did a lot. Like that's where Harley Quinn came from. The shit. That's so yeah. yeah. Let's get yeah. questions. You want me to start reading them off? Let's do it. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, why? Question number one. Why do you keep or why do you continue to use DC characters? You've proven time and time again that they are all bullshit. Mary Sue, who always wins all the time, so it makes Death Battle boring to watch. Ben? Well, <laughs> uh, so 
DC definitely had a streak of wins and that we've already talked about that. That's one of the reasons why we chose to do episodes like this and, and Ghost Rider versus Lobo. Uh, and then there's some other episodes coming up down the line that uh, kind of spawn from this idea, but they don't win all the time. In fact, yeah. uh, we've done 20 Marvel versus DC matchups so far uh, out of, we're almost at 130 episodes of death battle. So that's 20 out of that. Um, and out of those 20 episodes, DC has won 12. So they've only won a little over half of the Marvel DC yeah. matchups. So they don't win all that much. There, there, there is something to be said that like the way that the deck just lined up, it just so happens that a lot of their wins happen back to back to back. Yeah, uh, in, I, in our in our more, more recent seasons, and I think that's where a lot of the misconception of them being super overpowered and not fit for Death Battle comes from. I can think of multiple were, DC versus other character matches where DC loses or is likely to lose, yeah. you know, before January. So it's just off the top of my head. Um, it's just the way that it's the way that it's rolled out. Um, DC has happened to have an advantage in our particular lineups, which were chosen basically at random, like, or at least not in consideration of who would win just in consideration of, uh, you know, what would make an interesting fight. There's a lot of reasons yeah, why DC does well in general, but yeah. There's definitely an upper tier of DC characters. Like a lot of the really yeah. popular characters are in this tier that is super powerful. And that's because those characters interact a lot. A lot of the Justice League, yeah. like main Justice League guys, yeah. for example. And they've Green been around Manor, for Wonder like, Woman, decades. Superman, all of them are pretty ridiculous. Well, yeah. so yeah. also be clear, like, we're not just picking these willy-nilly. Like, these come from suggestions from the community. A lot of the times we're picking the matchups that have received the most suggestions, or at least we yeah. think would complement each other based on the season that we're going to do, you know? So it's not just because we want to do it. It's because at least the feedback we're getting from the community is these are the fights that they want to see. Um, yeah. And so how, how best do we, we build that into a full season? And it's, it's DC Comics. Like, it's one of the most fundamental, like, fictional franchises in america um so yeah, you can't really talk about comics without talking about dc yeah mm -hmm. kind of kick-started the modern superhero craze um I mean, I would and, and they were like bigger than marvel until movies um marvel kind of took over in the 80s i think uh basically dc the, the crisis on infinite earths when when dc rebooted uh was in response to marvel like taking over more of the um, having more sales than them. Um, so there's, there's definitely been a battle, but DC, if, if you were to take DC's history overall, they've definitely been basically in command of the superhero comic book industry for longer periods of time than Marvel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, because they've been around two? for much longer. Yeah. You ready for the second one? Why didn't cable just teleport out of booster gold's force field? That's a me question Why? specifically. Yeah. Um, so it, it's important to remember that the the specific instances uh, that happen in the animation are, uh, you know, for the interesting, for the the fun of a fight. Um, is it possible Cable could have teleported out of that force field? Um, it 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 might be, but remember, a Booster can just stop time um, and crush him when time is stopped, uh, or crush him before he's able to react to it. Um, it's not a sure thing. It's not a. It's not a. Um, a clear. It's also like, not. It's also not. We're not one hundred percent sure he would be capable of 
teleporting out of the force field given yeah. what the force field is capable of holding within exactly uh, that, that that's a question that i think is unanswerable honestly uh, just based on what we don't know about cable's teleport and what we don't know about booster gold's force field because the comics just don't explain it so we we could assume right that uh cable's teleport works through time travel and he could time somehow time warp out of it yeah sure maybe he could do that we could assume that the interior of of booster gold's force field is less durable than the exterior and maybe he could pass through it the interior but that again that would be assuming something so we're not yeah. we're not going to do that um and at the same time you know kind of like what you were saying liam um I, I view the ending of this fight more so as cable realizing that he's screwed and he's yeah. about to die mm -hmm. so he gets one last moment to just talk shit because Cable's not going to let this end on Booster's terms. And that's yeah. kind of what the ending, to me, is is sort of written to be. Anyway, question three. Question three. Exactly. Isn't it unfair to give Booster Gold access to other versions of himself through time travel? Why didn't you also give that to Cable? Why, Liam? I mean, we, Why? Why? We, <laughs> we, we, we give them both the time travel abilities, obviously. But we, we definitely wanted to have them use time travel in different ways. In yeah. the fight, specifically. Um, so yeah, uh, Booster has actually done that and has utilized that as a strategy in fights before. Um, so that's why we, we lean towards giving that him that in the fight. It's worth mentioning again, that that's not a, a win condition for Booster. Uh, he would have won if it was just one Booster as opposed to an army of them. Uh, just thought it'd be kind of fun to show in the fight. Um, but yeah, it's a strategy that he's used. Um, that's, that was the main reason that we sided with that. Oh no! I have a clarifying question, really quick. Like, yeah, in Booster's case, they're all really just Booster. Like, I know that's not like really how time travel works, depending on which version you subscribe to. But like, it's just every version of Booster that was during that fight. Whereas with Cable, yeah. it's like multiverse. Like, this one's like if Cable grew up in a happy home. This one's if Cable yeah. was a twelve-year-old girl. Like, it's not the same cable yeah we're not giving we're not giving booster alternate universe boosters we're giving yeah i, I mean theoretically them. cable could do the same thing it's not a strategy that he falls back on often uh if at all mm -hmm. uh I, I i did make it very clear when when liam was writing this like hey we can't have the boosters that come in we got to make sure it's clear that the boosters that are coming in are not like alternate versions of him from the timelines or whatnot they are from literally two seconds ago three seconds ago and so on so it's the same booster just all at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Liam, I'm getting a question in the chat. Uh, from oh my Cypher. god! Oh, oh, Cipher. Uh, why, why, why didn't Booster Gold go back to the start of the fight and cut Cable in half with scissors, scissors, and then hit him with a green Stop boot? Him with a... Uh, yeah, well, it would be in keeping with him being Green Lantern. Um... <laughs> yep, exactly. Everybody uh, yeah. thinks he's Green Lantern. Well, there's oh, a line geez. that Booster that Booster says where he's like. Uh, he he goes. What does he say when he's like, "Oh, time! I know how to do that too." And I, I realized I, I, could do that it, too. I was like, "I realized I was like, oh shit! I should have said time, huh? Thanks for the tip." <laughs> Which is, um, I really should have. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> um, but uh, I thought about that. Actually, uh, I, I uh, yeah, we, <laughs> it was already kind of. I thought it was already enough of a reference. Like it was kind it of. It wasn't same intentional. It literally was not intentional at all. I did not realize it. Um, uh, yeah, why didn't he stomp on the green boot? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next Ooh. question. Why couldn't Cable use Technopath powers to disable Booster Gold's force field? 
Um, so, so Cable's technopath powers are uh, more in relation to his telekinesis and his manipulation of his own um, techno-organic body. He does have hacking, um, but it requires a physical interface to perform. Um, so that's calling that's him a why. calling him a calling him a technopath is kind of an overgeneralization, right? Of his powers. Yeah, it's, he's not yeah. like the kind of guy who just stands there and all technology is under his control. All yeah, he's not brainiac like or cyborg. Um, yeah. And the problem with him needing a physical interface is that Booster is covered head to toe in a force field that wouldn't allow him that kind of touch him. Um, mm -hmm. interface. And Skeets, Skeets can, can hack as well. Skeets is a crazy, crazy uh, powerful hacker. Um, mm -hmm. Has a lot of feats in the comics of that. So it would be kind of a wash in that instance. So you talked about Booster Gold's story arc, uh, but you ignored how it ended. Why didn't you mention Wave Rider? Wave Rider. That, that actually was in the original script. We talked about that quite a bit, like whether we should include Wave Rider uh, in the analysis, whether we should even mention it in the script. Uh, Liam, for those who are unfamiliar with what we're talking about, yes. you want to briefly cover what Wave Rider is? So, so post-crisis Booster Gold actually has the has an end to his story, um, and that comes in convergence uh, or around that as features end, I think, um, where he uh, has traveled the time stream so much he's been overloaded with chronal energy, and he becomes the Wave Rider. And the Wave Rider is a character in DC Comics that is a like a protector of all time in the multiverse. He's a time god. He has all the time powers. He's like a being made of energy. He's like really fucking powerful. Um, and uh, Booster becomes the Wave Rider at the end and becomes a Time God. And we don't see a lot from him after that, but um, we know what the Wave, the previous Wave Rider was capable of, and, and Booster would be able to do the same thing. Um, that's the Wave Rider. The reason he wasn't included uh, was it's not really, he, it is Booster, it is, it is um, Michael Carter, but it's not really like in keeping with his normal moveset. I think it would invite more, um, more of a, a negative response than it would be worth. Yeah, you know, basically my thought was, well, if we include Wave, Wave Rider, then he automatically wins because he's yeah. in control of all time. Um, yeah. For one thing, Booster already wins without it, so it's not necessary to even go into Wave Rider. Yeah. For another, if Wave Rider was the reason for him to win, it would feel kind of cheap because yes. we are using booster gold with a power set that he is not typically using um there's there's arguments that can be made that like that we should use end game like what a character has at the very end but with booster yeah. gold in particular and this kind of shift in their character he's basically a different person a different character yeah. with a completely different power set at that point so i would prefer to have wave rider as a character in death battle and booster gold as his own character in death battle it's, and, it's and good this to is have one of the few times yeah this is one of the it's few times have... separating the character out by their like time period makes a lot of sense to me yeah it's, it's good like to have a, like frank castle and cosmic ghostwriter it's you wouldn't really add that yeah. to a punisher even though i don't think exactly. that's six from six but still <laughs> what are you saying liam it's it's good to have um it's good to have for us oh anyway let's move on to like... the next question. <laughs> <laughs> because like you said with it like like Booster destroys Cable as Wave Rider. So it's good for us to have in our back pocket so that people go, people that, that might be like, well, no, I, I still think, you know, God Cable or his, his most powerful form would still beat Booster. And you go, well, they didn't, they didn't, they left out Wave Rider. So that kind of, that kind of evens it out again. 
Um, so it's mm -hmm. it's useful, but not um, not something we want to put in the episode because it can give people the wrong idea that it was like necessary when it, it wasn't. Yeah. All right, next one. Why didn't you include Skeets in the animated battle? So we almost did. Um, this was more of a, a sort of a decision based on time. You know, pretty much every single episode of Death Battle, something has to be trimmed a little bit uh, for yeah. time uh, and for budget because we do not have anywhere close to an infinite budget for this show. Um, you know, we, we do some amazing things with what we have available, I believe our animators yeah. do. Uh, but, but we have to keep in mind that we're making, you know, multiple episodes a year. So uh, Skeets ultimately... I decided was unnecessary. I know there are plenty of Booster Gold fans who would prefer him to be part of the battle, uh, but I just didn't see him being that involved anyway. Skeets is yeah. more of a he, he like he hacks, like you mentioned before, Liam. But I yeah. I didn't even see hacking being part of the battle in the first place. So yeah. all Skeets would be there for would be like some extra dialogue. But Booster yeah. Gold, we already have the dynamic with Booster Gold and Cable happening. So I wanted to focus on their dynamic as opposed to having a third party come in for more jokes. Because this is already like a very dialogue heavy episode, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, it just wasn't super, just wasn't super necessary. Good to have, though. You, I would have, you know, there's always a 10 minute version of every script that I write that I, <laughs> that I haven't <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of more jokes, I'm going to skip ahead one, but why don't you talk about Cable's friendship with Deadpool? Not having another Deadpool cameo is a huge missed opportunity. Uh, I'm going to go on record saying, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> cool. uh, next question. Why didn't he just uh, uh, so... <laughs> uh, I, I do think it is important to... because. That was definitely something on my mind when we were going through it. And, and even uh, in the first script that you wrote, Liam, you had you did have uh, a dead, Deadpool being mentioned. Um, yeah, and I think a brief cameo at first. Um, basically, I kind of want to move away from Death Battle from Deadpool for a yeah. while. Um, I wrote an episode <laughs> that explained why we're not doing as many Deadpool cameos anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's two main reasons for Deadpool not appearing. Yeah. One, we've we've kind of had our fill of Deadpool, I think, for a while. Um, I'd, yeah. I'd prefer to kind of stay away, like, focus on other characters for now and not have Deadpool appear at every single opportunity. Because uh, we, we, we had a sort of end to this Deadpool arc where uh, Wiz and Boomstick were experiencing fourth wall breaking or whatever. And that was Deadpool versus Mask. And having Deadpool appear again, I feel like would kind of undermine a little bit of that episode, at least right now. Maybe Deadpool can come back later. Um, in yeah. fact, I'm sure we'll bring Deadpool back later, uh, but not now. It would, it'll have to be down the line. And, uh, and then secondly- our universe. It's dead. Secondly, um, I, I was worried that if Deadpool did show up, it would kind of also undermine Booster Gold because the way, especially if Deadpool showed up in the fight, the way Cable and Booster Gold were interacting was kind of like the Cable-Deadpool uh, relationship. Booster is kind of a different version of that. And if we also had Deadpool involved, it just might be too much. And Deadpool, I, I, I feared, would overshadow booster gold and especially with booster gold winning i wanted to make sure that booster gold had a time had the time to shine and for people to you know learn who he is and connect with him and things like that and deadpool could have been a threat to that so that's all cool you said uh cable has a healing factor why didn't he regrow his body 
Uh, I mean, technically, I have a healing factor too. Uh, it's it's healing <laughs> yeah. factors <laughs> are all of different stripes. Um, uh, Cable's healing factor is in relation to his techno organic body, which he can you like he can like have his arm cut off and then like plop it back on. Um, so he can re he can regenerate from that kind of thing, but he can't regenerate from being squished into nothingness. Um, squished into like a little puddle on the ground. He's not Alucard, um, so it's it, it wouldn't <laughs> his healing factor wouldn't cover that kind of the kind of damage that Booster Gold could do to him, like with his booster shots, just vaporizing. Yeah, pretty basically. straightforward. Yeah, speaking yeah. of Deadpool, um, he's not dead. Yeah, you did I say Deadpool? Gold. No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you no. mentioned Booster Gold has limited energy supply. Why wasn't that a factor in the fight? Um, so a limited energy supply. Yes, he does. But it what matters is how limited it is in regards to the output that you need to kill somebody. So limited again is also a uh, just a general phrase. Booster's uh, power supply is limited, but based on the calculations that we did, showing the amount of power that he has versus the amount of power his output versus uh, Cable's output, um, we know that his current, what was it, like 40,000 times? It was some like huge amount of difference in power, and um, he wouldn't run out before he was able to kill Cable. Like the, the amount of power is just so different that it would take a really, really long time for Cable to actually wear out his power supply, and, and certainly not before he was killed himself. Especially for a character like Booster, who has the means to just do that output in a giant blast yeah. like that's how exactly. his power works um like like not every fight uh ends uh, relies on the calculation of how much power they can output because they might not necessarily have the means to do that all at once booster kind of does so it yeah it, it's really important to this argument it's it's uh, it's, okay. it's like yeah next one uh booster gold was affected by maxwell lord's telepathy you even showed the comic panel where he was bleeding from it. Why did you give him immunity to all telepathy? So uh, the important thing to, to know about that feat is that Booster Gold, uh, he was briefly affected by it, um, but then he resisted it. And that's what's important. He was able, uh, Michael, what was his name? Uh, Maxwell Lord was specifically trying to shut Booster's brain off. And the just the fact that Booster was struggling means that he was failing. And then the fact that Booster leapt in front of a bullet that Maxwell was shooting means that it actually failed. Um, so all Booster needs in this scenario against Cable is the ability to resist because he can just time stop and then mm. blow him up. If that's, that's his like easiest win scenario. So it wasn't a, um, it wasn't, um, I'm losing the word. That's all he needed. That's, that's the point. I'm, I'm yeah, especially since so um, we pair these characters because, together because they could both time travel. And I thought, oh, OK, the time traveling thing is not necessarily going to be an issue this time. Uh, yeah. They're not going to be able to. It's a counter, right? They're not going to be able to use time travel against each other. Oh, but one of them can also stop time. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoops. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that going into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, and that wraps up the questions. The last one uh, is just asking, what is the next matchup? The next matchup is also written by Liam. Surprise. Yes. yes. Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. This is Hatake Katash, uh, Kakashi. Super excited Hello for this there. one. This one's super good. I'm psyched. Uh, Liam and I have wanted to do this episode for a very long time. Uh, the, a classic like Jedi versus Ninja question. 
Uh, yes. Who, who would win in a fight, a ninja or a Jedi? And uh, we're going to figure that out with two of the, um, I think, best representations of what those kinds of characters from their respective yes. universes can do. Yeah. They're not like the ultimate powerful ones, but they're not just like the average nobody. They're the working man. They're, they're the working man Jedi and the working man ninja. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're the ones who got the, the teacher certificate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're super excited for that one. That one is uh, going to be airing, guess what, on, on May the 4th. Yes. Uh, May the 4th be with you, no, uh, so at least good. for YouTube. It will, be, it will be up on May 3rd for first members on Um So just because it's coming up on May the 4th does not mean Obi-Wan has an advantage. Just a heads up. I saw people. I, hoping like, <laughs> I saw people predicting. It would be very... I, was like, I was like, "How the fuck? How the fuck do they know? How do they know?" And then I saw the reason was because it was May the fourth, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, um, but it would be it would be kind of sucky if like all the Star Wars fans got involved because it was like, "Yeah, a, a Star Wars that was coming out May the fourth. Watch it, and then Obi Wan dies, and it's like, oh no! <laughs> but, uh, it, it's going to be an exciting episode, and it is animated um, by the Source Filmmaker guys, the, the team that brought you um, uh, so Ganondorf good. versus Dracula. It's so good. When I found out that they were um, doing it, I was like, oh my god, it's going it's to be Ganondorf versus Dracula too. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, alongside their, their Christina, are awesome. who's yeah, it, it, they've been doing a kick-ass job with it, and, and man, I'm 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 so hyped for you guys to see this episode. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. And both Kakashi and Obi Wan are fascinating characters, not just from a story perspective, but also from a death battle perspective, because they have there's so many like little details about them that people just don't general pe people just don't really know. Um, yeah. So we're definitely gonna get into some some very uh, uh, interesting and possibly unknown stuff yeah for this episode so it's gonna be good and so, uh thank you to everybody memes. who's been yeah and memes of course <laughs> for both of them yeah uh, thank oh, you to everybody hardcore. who's uh watched uh um uh, cable versus booster gold and enjoyed it if you didn't enjoy it thank you for watching it anyway i love uh, you <laughs> yeah and if you are a big cable fan i'm i'm sorry we try we all are. Yeah. <laughs> but we we can't you know, skew these fights. If None of us wanted this either. Away, like, <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Uh, so let's get into what's going on. We were going to talk about Chad and him having a birthday, but his power is still out because life is tough for him. Um, Happy birthday. Very, very tough. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> Uh, see, so yeah, Sean, you're a mega dad now. Do you want to talk yes, about that? I'm a mega dad. Um, yeah, so more or less the guys that run Mega Dads, which is like a fun video game blog, reached out and wanted to feature me in their monthly spotlight. Um, and so that went live today, which was very cool of them. Congratulations, Mega Thank Dad. <laughs> mega dad. I have this cup uh, as well that says. I am the world. Oh my god, you got one, Dad! So. Wow, official. That's official. Uh, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You only give out one of those. <laughs> when, yeah, yeah. What a lifetime. That's fucking incredible, man. <laughs> my tea over here. That's all. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Like we just talked about, um, kind of where I come from as a gamer, 
uh, what games do I enjoy, and my relationship with my son, Max. Um, and it's great. Really fun. Have so, you started playing you. games with Max yet? Is he like of oh, that yeah, age? Because what, Max is like about four, right? It would be four in yeah, June. Yeah, he's going to be five in June. Oh, my God. Five um, in June, okay. And he is like in it now. Um, so we probably started about a year ago with played some little stuff here and there, but Mario Maker 2, because I could build him levels that kind of taught him how to play a platformer like without enemies and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I kind of played through a lot of that with him, but obviously with the story mode getting more difficult as you get further in it, like I kind of just took over. But then, because we had such a good time, I got the new Super Mario Brothers for Switch. And there's a character in that they added called Nabbit who doesn't take damage from enemies. And Max and I basically played through the entire campaign together at co-op. Nice. Um, so that was really cool. We're actually stuck at the last last level <laughs> because he he's good. He's not going to try and take on Bowser Jr. Um, given the way the level's structured. And I tried to do it one night and just was like, I'm going to come back to this and we haven't yet because you should, you should give him we, one of those super Kaizo Mario levels. Oh, <laughs> we have to throw well, shells and then bounce off. And then <laughs> dude, we've, we've messed with those on Mario maker too. Cause he's oh, really? levels and he's like, let's download that one. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it says it's super difficult and only 20% <laughs> people complete it, but they don't mess around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now we, so we got on that animal crossing hype train for a little while. Um, and then because my wife, my wife actually just beat, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, and he was kind of watching her play, he wanted to play Zelda. So he picked up the, um, the Li Link's Awakening. Um, oh yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, yes. He's playing a lot of that. Right I'm back now. by the way. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, my internet died on me. Um, Keep going. The, the only thing he's having trouble with are dungeon stuff because obviously there's like, the whole boss they're component. Tough. Yeah, they and, those, and those puzzles are hard. Like <laughs> they're legit. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, like I feel dumb. <laughs> but but he'll but in the overworld he'll he's learning to like hold your shield, walk around, you know, and then like poke at the enemies when when there's an opening, and you know all the different like using bombs or uh, he, he's just got the bow. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I, I have to imagine there's going to be just a lifetime of video games ahead of him. So, yes. Are you are you yes. talking about your Mega Dad interview? Is that uh, yeah? Is totally way. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were, we dovetailed into how Max and I are playing a lot of Nintendo games together right now. So and then some Zelda. What it sounds like? Yep. yep. He's playing Link's Awakening. Cool. So very cool. Uh, every every time. This is interesting because uh, uh, almost every episode we, we hear from Chad's uh, life with the kids and it's just chaos. <laughs> um, how, how are you handling? It just sounds rough, man. Uh, being locked up with, with your kid. It is. Uh, well, so I'm fortunate in that my wife is not working right now where Chad's wife is, even though she's also work from home, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So at least we're not having to do the dance of, hey, how are we going to balance this thing? My wife is able to just kind of be there for Max. Um, but it's still like today with the storm, he's cooped up inside. And yesterday we had like a little fun, uh, <laughs> little fun meltdown. We went to a 
there's this uh, spot over in North Austin called Bull Creek. And it's like a, it's a really cool, like little outdoor hike. Um, but you know, sometimes we don't want to listen to mommy and daddy. And, uh-oh. sometimes you don't like the results of not listening so but it, I mean, he's doing really well my my niece lived with us for the first month of kind of quarantine and in some ways uh, she's three and so him having a buddy to kind of transition into this was nice because you know he's used to kind of going to pre-k and having friends to play with all day yeah um, and so yeah this is definitely a big change um, but he's, he's doing well. He's, he's Do y'all got well. like the homeschool regiment going now or is it just like, yeah. screw it? no, no. Like he's like not hardcore. Cause again, pre-K expectations. So yeah. he's learning to read. Um, and so we got these highlight books that essentially, you know, he does a couple pages each day and it's math reading, uh, like kind of life skill stuff. And then problem solving, basically it's like word problem things you walk him through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he does like, you know, it's like a give and a take, right? You do an hour of your highlights book stuff and then you get to do an hour of TV time or whatever you want. And yeah, we're trying to do our best. Like obviously when the niece was in town, it was she's too young to do that. So yeah, it was like anything yeah. goes, it was like spring break. Um, but yeah, we're trying to be as good about that as we can. And then also trying to take care of ourselves. Like I'm terrible about that. My wife is much better than I am, but you know, getting out for a run or doing yoga at night, anything we can to just not get stuck in. Like, I'm just, there's where I sleep. So my commute to the computer is pretty, uh, pretty easy these days. Yeah. I, was, I thought the opposite taking care of yourself. I was like, yeah, we were all drinking a lot these days. Like what's going right now. Alcohol consumption went up like 55%, I think in the U S 55 is that's it's, it's, con- that's that conservative, shit. right? Like, right. Like that's not, that's nothing. Those are fucking rookie numbers. Dog. I, like, I need to pump them numbers up, boy. Yeah. Oh, it is like going um well so i had heard that so i'm in new york uh and i heard that cuomo had announced that um uh liquor stores would be closing or wouldn't be allowed to be open and i went okay you could try boy <laughs> um yeah, and yeah. and none of the ones near me are closed so uh, i think that was a that was a failure or i misheard uh but yeah it's um i mean i live in queens so it's um it just kind of looks like a normal day with, I guess, fewer people outside. Um, but I've seen people that live in the city and it's like second Avenue is completely empty. And it's like, a, no one's ever seen that before in ever. Um, so it's, it's wild. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering how long it's going to, how long it's going to happen. Cause New Yorkers are not the kind of people that like to be told to stay indoors. That's pretty much New Yorker kryptonite. Yeah, um, and so. it's like a walking city too. So it is. It absolutely is. Um, I have to go on walks like every day just to like get outside and breathe the air. Um, but yeah, for the people that whose like lives have like revolved around that, I I hope they're taking it well. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing okay. In, yeah. In the middle of all that. 
Yeah, it's like, it's it sucks that this is happening in like spring because like everyone's sneezing, um, and every time someone sneezes, it's like oh god, oh no, um, but it's really just allergies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. allergies at, uh... are so bad in Austin, Texas. Like, and it's like awful. I'll go out and like walk for a day and shit, and, like just be outside, and then like I'll get exactly. little allergies, and I'm like, oh god, it's corona. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I, I have terrible, <laughs> scratchy I have throat, terrible allergies. Just, like, you're done. There are days when I just literally can't go outside because the pollen count is just way too high. Um, yeah. And it's been like that for, for weeks now. It's like COVID hit. And then also we had high level pollen count yeah. the entire time this has been happening. So it's like either, either if one of them doesn't get me, the other one's going to get me. Are we a joke to you? Who's <laughs> laughing? Who finds this really funny? <laughs> oh, my God. So, somebody does. Somebody up there thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Um, well, we we do need to get into the community death battle. Uh, so let's yes, go ahead and jump into that. What is this one? I don't remember. Is this a Punisher versus Dread? Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, Punisher versus yes. Dread. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right. Well, as always with the community death battle. Um, we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why, as well as uh, pitching ideas in the chat if you're watching this live uh, on Wednesday. Uh, if you are, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, let me know uh, who you think should be in the next matchup for the next Community Death Battle in the chat. Please do not spam uh, a matchup. If, if you do, it just won't be considered um, because then I won't be able to read everybody else's ideas. So uh, let us know who you think should be in the next one, and let's go ahead and see your response uh, from Twitter for our first contestant, who I assume is Punisher. Does Judge Dredd have anything that can take on Punisher's exo armor? That thing was able to take on Red Hulk. He also has a skull or scroll sniper rifle, a special composite alloy knife made of vibranium adamantanium, uh, and sharp enough to rend even the Heralds of Galactus. And this continued on the last. Uh, Concentrated, concentrated hellfire, hellfire rounds and an older That's model right. of the war machine armor so yeah like and the, yeah. The, the point of this one was that like the punisher has one of the most buck wild arsenals you can imagine yeah. like yeah this guy's got stuff for days how can I'm he talking even about use the war machine armor like does he have the brain capacity to like really i mean punisher always seemed like more brain more brawn than brain to me I mean, he's still pretty, he's pretty smart. genius. Yeah. Like, okay, he's able to yeah. kill everybody and not get like, caught. Like, he's kind of like Batman if Batman killed. Um, yeah, is, is that what <laughs> <I'm talking about? laughs> um, if Batman know, just didn't give a shit, it was like, yeah, bye. <laughs> I I don't see Punisher versus Deathstroke requested all that often, but I feel like that would be a good matchup. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Just could pop into my head because Deathstroke is also like Batman if Batman killed everybody. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and bring up the answer for Judge Dredd. The Punisher may be an insane killing machine, but Dredd has better weapons, better armor, better training, even better genes. He was literally born to kill. That is one thing that Judge Dredd is literally like a super soldier. Yeah. Like at a base yeah. level, like without Punisher's gadgets, I would have no question that Dread wins. But with the gadgets, with that, that makes me question it. 
I, I'm not I'm not as familiar with Dread. How much of a super soldier is he? Is he like Captain America level or higher than that? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the specifics, but I always thought it was something around the Captain America level. That's the that's the impression uh, I got too. Okay. Hmm. It's hard to say because it's such a different universe than where the Punisher yeah. comes from. I mean, a lot of times, obviously, Dread fights his fair share of like crazy robots and super villains, but a lot of times he's fighting just junkies and bat just idiots <laughs> just yeah. like you know street trash i feel like I'll, punisher I'll is constantly having to participate with superhuman super gods on the yeah. regular i'll say i know i know almost nothing about judge dread um so i i don't have a I, I i can't uh super accurately compare them um i will say that like if pun if the arsenal that they laid out for punisher if that is something that isn't just like um, like non-standard one-time stuff. If it's something like he has like a like a van or something filled with it, and he can just pull it up. Then it's hard for me to imagine that Judge Dredd has anything that could compete with that. Um, I know the War Machine armor was a temporary thing. Uh, yeah, I think I think most of it is. I don't. I think his EXO armor is pretty standard. Yeah, if that can but fight at with the same Red time, Hulk, then holy crap. I don't know if Punisher tends to use all that. We we would have to give him what he has like available to himself. Yeah. Uh, which I believe the exo armor is. I don't know if he still has the war machine suit. I would assume not because he kind of took over for a while, essentially. So I would assume he doesn't have it. Um, but even then, I don't think the war machine suit is necessarily. I, 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 honestly, it would probably change the fight. <laughs> like the war machine suit is crazy. <laughs> we just we just covered that. Um, <laughs> But without, I mean, if that, I remember correctly, like Judge Dredd's armor makes him bulletproof as well. So, like, he's not without that too. Yeah, yeah. Man, this this is a pretty interesting matchup. Um, I I'd be willing to bet that Punisher has either some crazy like because he's he's comic book peak human, which means that like he could do shit that humans can't do, but he's considered a human. Um so yeah. Um, he's peak so human, which means he's he, superhuman. Yeah. You yeah, can't, he keeps you up with Spider-Man and Daredevil, like Exactly. No you, you can't like be you can't lift you can't like break the world heavyweight lifting uh uh record and also break the world like sprinting record at the same time. Like the human body can't do that. But that's what peak comic book peak human is. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like, if you're peak human, you would be able to win all the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, you just yeah. decimate all the gold like medals at the same <laughs> time. Much. Like at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Could you so, imagine yeah. like Michael Phelps entering everything and just winning? Everything? <laughs> That's basically what it is. The winner yeah. of the Olympics is one guy. The whole we doing this. We almost had a, a desk of where it was like, how would Batman do in the Olympics? And we were we were looking yeah. into it. It's like because there's like one specifically. There's plenty of times where he's like in the gym and you can count the weights on it, and he's like literally just decimating world records all the fucking time. Like he yeah. would, he would win all the Olympics, like yeah. guaranteed. Do, Maybe not the like shooting that, one. That's a really but, yeah. <laughs> that's a really fun idea for an episode. Let's bring it yeah. back. Let's bring it back. Yeah, what are these the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I know, Judge Dredd also is like, even though he he's actually really old, he's like 70 years old. He's been doing the judge thing for like oh, 50 nice. years. So he has a lot of experience. But, but he's still got that vote. Wolverine thing. He where is he's, the law. He looks like he's 30, right? Like, yeah, Haggard, well, that's but the like 
the the super the, DNA shit right, keeps him at thirty. Next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, well, gonna go, I'm gonna say I'm going Punisher just because I know Punisher is like one v one like Wolverine, which is some ludicrous ass shit. So I feel like if you can beat up Wolverine in a fight, like you're probably gonna be able to take on Judge Dredd. Wolverine yeah. gets beat up a lot, to be fair. Like he just doesn't well, lose or he doesn't die. Yeah. But he gets beat that's, up that's and thing, loses like, a lot. When you're Wolverine, so like getting beat up doesn't matter. So no, I'm going Punisher. Yeah. I'm on a Punisher line. Okay. I think he's got I'm more you think it's down. I I think I'll go Judge Dredd only because if we're if we're thinking standard arsenal, I imagine that's like, you know, some sort of DRM or DMR rifle, you know, for, for Punisher with some some pistols. And the Lawbringer, it's kind of got everything in it. So oh, it's got grenades think, and shit in it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I'm going oh, it's it. like a Robocop kind of big gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dread versus Robocop has been a, a relatively common request for Death Battle, and I think that's a pretty good matchup. Maybe we should have done that instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, what are you thinking, Liam? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean Punisher. I don't know a lot about Judge Dread, so I feel I feel uh, awkward saying that. But this isn't you know this isn't a researched fight right now, so uh, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say this isn't Punisher. a death battle. Where we're just kind of shooting the shit. Okay. Betting man, you know, comics are bullshit, so. Well, well, uh, I'm sorry to have to do this, but I have to, I have to tie it up because I'm leaning towards dread. Oh, Uh, snap. I think, uh, I think just based on what I know about his weaponry, it's hard. It depends on what kind of weaponry I think Punisher gets for the fight. Uh, For all I know, there could be a gun that he has more often than not that should be able to just destroy dread. But based on what I know, I think Dredd has the tools to do this, but it's not really up to us. It's up to you guys. Uh, uh, you have voted on a poll uh, between Dredd and Punisher to let us know who you think should win. And uh, and uh, let's go ahead and bring up the poll. Ooh. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, Sean, you and I are uh, defeated. <laughs> I love the Judge Judy judge. <laughs> Skull gun, judge gun. <laughs> I didn't know what else to go with, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, emoji really gun. I love it. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's Water great. gun's the only gun emoji there is, so you gotta yeah, make they, do, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, for the next uh, community death battle, I saw a, a suggestion from White Oak 019 that I, I think would be good considering. Uh, We're bringing Obi-Wan into the next death battle, and we'll be talking a little bit about that next week with a sneak peek. Uh, Why not have another Star Wars character for this community death battle with General Grievous, another very meme-worthy character, versus the Arbiter from Halo? Uh, He he said that uh, it it was a matchup that he really wanted to see become a death battle, so uh, we'll Mm -hmm. see uh, what you guys think of it. Uh, Let us know who you think should win uh, using hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter. We'll have a poll up later this week, uh, probably Friday, right, Sam? Uh, yeah, to yeah, vote Friday is on... always Perfect. Uh, so on Friday, you can vote on who you think should win. Let us know who you think should win. Um, and if you guys really like the matchup, maybe it will become a death battle later on down the line. We've definitely turned some community death battles into actual death battle episodes later on. Um, so including, I think, Obi-Wan versus Kakashi. I'm pretty sure we did yes. this as a community death yep. battle way back when. I think a long time so ago, yeah. We did, yeah. But also... Grievous is stupid, but he would be fun to talk about. But I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because right. Grievous, like, 
on paper is a fucking awesome character, but he's just Cannon, executed poorly. Canon Grievous sucks. Legends Grievous is the hypest. Um, yeah, yeah. If you watch the 2003 cartoon, he's so cool. Yeah, so cool. But he's such but a the movie dork. sucks. <laughs> the he's such a dork in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they what did they do to right. the boy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Um, if you haven't seen Cable vs. Booster Gold and you just got spoiled, well, sorry, we warned you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we will see you all next week. Also, thank you, Liam, for joining us. Uh, hopefully we can course. see yeah. you uh, on an episode talking about Obi-Wan Kakashi. Absolutely, I would love to. All right. Catch you all next Goodbye. week. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.